Ladies and gentlemen, the show will start in five, four, three, two, one. I see you patiently waiting on something you won't forget. Zen cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. In this podcast, we help you redefine your self-image, express your values through your actions, and tap into the freedom of doing what works for you and you alone. So if that's your jam, cop a squat, grab a snack, and rest your back because we needs to talk, Jack. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Let's go. Episode 210. Hold tight. What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to episode 210. Hold tight. Here in this episode, we will talk about how, you know, frustrating and sometimes even lonely and hard it can be getting your life together, putting your life together. So if that's something that you're interested in, stay tuned because we're going to talk about it. If you're new to the podcast, what's up? Salutations and thank you kindly for being here. I really do hope that you enjoy the show. If you're coming back for another episode, what's up, cuz? What's going on, fam? We're in another week, a new week, and I hope you're feeling blessed. I hope you're feeling refreshed and I hope you're feeling thankful. Depending on where you're at, you might be seeing a little smell, so... You know, be a little thankful for that, too. And the holidays right around the corner, yeah. <laughs> In the first segment, we're going to talk about playing a role. In the second segment, we're going to talk about too much tolerance. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about no one's coming to save you. My intention for these episodes, for this episode, rather, is to... You know, create a zone where you can be related to, a zone where you can feel understood, a zone where you can become curious instead of judgmental, a zone where you can understand that sometimes life is about, you know, doing what you have to do, doing the hard things. Life is about making the hard choices. Life is about, you know, repeatedly making the right decisions or better yet, learning from your mistakes. My intention is to remind you that you are powerful beyond measure, that you are powerful, that you are loved, that you're valuable, you know, that you that the world needs what you have. And hopefully, if you if this is your first time or if you're coming back again, we'll enjoy the show. We're gonna jump in in three, two, and one. F. Scott Fitzgerald said, It's never too late to become who you want to be. I hope you live a life that you're proud of. And if you find that you're not, I hope you have the strength to start over. I don't know about y'all, but on this journey of putting my life together, getting my life together, and creating the life that I want, one of the biggest decisions I've made 
for myself. And this may be true for you, maybe not. But I had to realize that I was caught up in playing a role. You know, one of the first things we got to do when it comes to putting our life together and getting our shit together is to stop playing a role. You know, everyone has a role in their family, in their friendships, in their relationship, where, you know, what have you, and with your children, with, you know, as a parent, whatever, everyone has a particular role. And it takes you to narrow down what your role is and to think about if that role is hindering you, if it is impeding your potential, your progress, or your process. For me personally, I've always been the one that always wants to help everybody and solve everybody's problems and give everybody my last and to be this big, massive, giving nature, this big ball of kindness. Now, there's nothing wrong with any of these things. The thing was, I was coming off a lot of charity and charity wasn't starting at home. So I was very resentful of all the people I was showing kindness to because I wasn't showing that kindness to myself first. And I felt like they were cheating me because they were benefiting from my love and from my contribution. So I say all this to say that I had to stop doing all the things I was doing. You know, for a long time, I've been addicted to wanting to fix other people, to avoid focusing on my problems and fixing my messes. And the thing is, you got to get to a point where you realize you can't do that no more. And when you realize you can't do that no, no more, that makes more room for your stuff. And that may be uncomfortable. But in order for you to become the person you want to be, in order for your life to change the way you want it to change, you have to be willing to start over. That's another thing I had to do. I had to be willing to start over. But honestly, the way my life was going, I was going to have to start over whether I wanted to or not. So, you know, since I can't do nothing about it happening, I might as well get, I may as well get a better attitude about it. You know, what I've learned about starting over is that in starting over, you realize that a lot of people never really started. You know, a lot of us are trained and then, you know, we have this thing instilled in us where we create a life where we just go, you know, we have just enough. And, you know, I was one of those people too, where I had just enough, but I couldn't get in that place to thrive and flourish and be who I wanted to be. And that killed me. That stressed me, that depleted me, and that depressed me. There are so many of you out there that are, that have friends and family members, you know, that are there for your parents and your family in ways. You give out professional therapy sessions like it's nobody's business, but no one is ever there to care for you. You're never there to give that same love and attention and time to yourself. You're so good at throwing all the spa days and, you know, setting it up for everybody to go out and enjoy themselves together. But you never take the time to throw yourself a spa day. You never take the time to celebrate yourself, to have a staycation. Just go stay in the hotel for the weekend and treat yourself and, you know, do something different. And, you know, it can be very hard because we associate so much of our actions with our identity, you know, with our beliefs. So in order, you know, with breaking up your role and choosing to, you know, disrupt the role and play another role to be yourself, to be authentic, that means that your beliefs and your actions are going to have to change with it. 
and it's not easy. I was in withdrawal for months after going no contact with my family, stalking their Facebooks and social media because I just wanted to know what they were doing. I wanted to see if I can help if they were having any problem, anything, any problems, anything that I can help with. And I had to get to that place of understanding they are okay. I need my attention. I need everything I have to give. Maybe you've come to that conclusion too. So now you step with clarity. Virginia Woolf said, Growing up is losing some illusions in order to acquire others. Such a simple but powerful quote. You know, another part of putting your life together, getting your life together, getting your shit together is understanding that you may be tolerating too much crap. You may be tolerating too much mess. You may have way too many toxic people in your life. And the thing is, you know, sometimes, you know, having toxic people in your life can be, you know, educational. It can be constructive because they remind you of you know, the, the real treatment that you're worthy of. They remind you uh, in their doing you wrong, in their misbehaving and all the different things, what you really deserve. But at the same time, toxic people can be in your life to, you know, um, sustain and project bad habits, to sustain and project bad energy, bad confidence, bad karma, to be in your life, holding up your potential, holding up, with, holding you up for what you really want to do. You know, like I've told y'all again, like I've had to, you know, I, when I made a decision to go no contact, again, after that, somehow or another, I found the focus and the discipline and the courage to stop smoking weed, you know, to stop smoking. You know what I'm saying? I found the courage to improve my relationship with money. I found the courage to do a lot of different things. And it wasn't that they were the blame, but I didn't also didn't have that mental space to, you know, be affected by anybody else. You know, a lot of times we don't always take the inventory of wondering how someone is affecting you. Are they affecting you or are they infecting you? Are they infecting you with toxic energy, toxic habits, toxic judgment? You know, or are they affecting you and spurring you to become a better person? You know, spurring you to feel more liberated and free in their presence, loving you for who you are. I remember hearing a quote by Yala that said, Yala Van Zandt that said, you know, it's not my job to tell you how to love. It's my job to see how you love and determine if I want to participate. And it's pretty much the same thing with your life. You know, I've learned because I spent a long time, spent a long time trying to change people. So many of us, we spend a long time trying to change people to become the people we want them to be so they can become easier for us to love. But some people are just not meant to be loved to certain capacities with you, for you, you know what I'm saying, in you. You know, some people just ain't going to get that love that you want to give them. They're going to bug you and annoy you and hurt you and betray you a million times over before you can get to that depth of that love and that heartfelt, emo heartfelt emotion you want to share with them. Sometimes you get to a place where you realize the foundation that you have isn't a foundation that's fruitful for uh, new plants, for a harvest. You know, the soil is damaged 
is not fertile at all. You know, it's not being watered, it's struck, it's just out of there. So what you have to do, you have to remove all the weeds out of your soil so your soil can be affected by nature, so your soil can be touched by nature, so you're capable of growing new plants. A lot of us don't always realize that we attract what we require. So everyone that you're attracting, everyone that's in your life, you know, the toxic family members, the toxic friends, the toxic relationships, you're attracting them because you, you have them there in your life because you attracted them there. You're attracting them because you have something in your vibration that you have in common with them. And as a result, they came running or vice versa. You attracted each other. The frequency was just right. When you start making less time for toxic people, you'll find you start to attract different things. You start to attract people who you know, near who you want to become, people who may be where you're going, you know, people you actually have something in common with. You know, I've had to remove so many people from my life because, you know, a lot of people, again, with the, the goals and dreams that I have, a lot of people don't align with the way I want my future to look, you know, and with my future, with my goals being one way, a lot of people can perceive your goals and your dreams as disrespect to their process, as disrespect to their life, like they don't want enough or they're not ch uh, chasing enough and you can't make that your problem. A lot of us sit around and tolerate so much because we have abandonment issues. I know I do. You know, you have all kinds of different issues and traumas that make it hard for you to walk away from people, that make it hard for you to say no, that make it hard for you to stand up for yourself. But I will tell you this, you can only take so much. You know, we walk around and we absorb so much anger. We absorb so much toxicity. We absorb so much stuff. But when are you going to start loving you and taking care of you the way you want to? When you start treating yourself like you're someone to be respected, your life will change. Shakuntala Devi said, Education is not just about going to school and getting a degree. It's about widening your knowledge and absorbing the truth about life. I don't care who you are, but I feel like as you get older, hopefully you come to understand that Earth is a school. There are tons and tons and tons and tons of things you are going to be required to learn. And you're going to need to learn certain things to help introduce other things. You're going to learn, uh, need to learn other things to introduce other things. Certain concepts are going to prepare you for bigger concepts down the road just to make sure you are well studied and well prepared. But Earth is a school. And like I've said before, we all, we all have our own unique and individual curric uh, curriculums, spiritual curriculums. There are things in your life there are themes in your life that are very specific and natural to you, and there is no getting around them. And when you don't pay attention to your curriculum, when you don't pay attention to life, the lessons that life wants you to learn, you will get those whispers, and life will echo out to you in one way or another. You're not paying attention. It's something you're doing wrong. It's something that you're not mindful of. And after a while, those whispers become, you know, yells. 
Now, after a while, those yells become, you know, you're in the eye of the storm. All hell for the break loose now. And it's going to get crazy, you know. But anyway, speaking of education, one of the most important things you need to learn that I'm learning, I've, I'm still learning, been knowing it for a while now. No one is coming to save you. No one. And I know how disheartening that can sound. I know how, you know, disconcerting that is. But the truth is, no one's coming to save you. You know, right now you are living a life where you are waiting on this stoop, you know, this stoop of pain and trauma. And you're waiting for someone to apologize. You're waiting to get an apology that you're owed. You are duly owed that apology. But you're waiting for people that don't like to apologize. You're waiting for people who lack character. You're waiting for people who lack dignity. You're waiting for people who lack a sense of self. You know what I mean? You're waiting for people who don't know themselves. So for them to come and possess something you need in order to spur you on to greatness so you can get on with your life, you are waiting and you are killing time, wasting time when you need to be getting up, figuring out what it means to forgive. Forgiveness can be an ongoing thing that you can do for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? We all have issues and, you know, you may have issues with your parents. It's not going to be something you can forgive them for. You know, a lot of us are like, yeah, I forgave them for that. Like, it's just, you know, I ran to the store and got some sugar. No, you know, from what you told me they did, it's going to take you time. Forgiveness is a process. It might take you 10, 20 years to forgive them. But I say this to say, no one is coming to save you. Whatever it is that you're waiting on, whatever, you know what I'm saying, whatever circumstances that you're waiting on for you to act, you better just act. When you act, I've learned when you take action, when you act, life will maneuver with you. When you just, when you don't do anything, you're inactive and you wait for life to take to make the first move, then you end up waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. For years, I thought I was punishing my parents and I'm not going to talk to you and I'm just not going to be bothered with you. This is going to show them, I'm going to sock it to them and, you know, this whole thing. And, you know, really on the inside, I'm the one suffering. You know, when it dawned on me that, you know, there's a point in the saying they may never apologize or be accountable for, you know, the things they've done and things they've said, you know, it. It hurted me. Like, it still hurts me a little bit, but not to the degree that it did. But it's because it's my life. It's my pain. I have to take responsibility for my life. You have to take responsibility for your life. When you were born, you were born with everything that you could need in your journey here, you know, or in your journey on this road. You have everything you need. You might overlook some things in your box, but everything you need is there. You just have to trust that. You have to have that faith. Faith is the absence of doubt. Belief is the absence of doubt. Understanding that no one has come to save you means now it's time to really get responsible, become responsible for our own life, for our own actions, and realize Every word, thought, or action that you take is going to affect your life. And the moment that you can own that, the moment that you can own your actions, the moment that you can take responsibility for your life, you become more intentional about creating the life you want to live and the person you want to be.
What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment. Here in the air segment, we get down to the nitty gritty. We keep it real. We keep it a buck, and we want you to know what's up. We want to tell the truth. We always want to tell the truth, and you know, now is no exception. So let's jump in. The first letter is E, embrace. Embrace that whether you know it or not, you are playing a role. And because as humans, it is our, you know, it is our, the, our wiring, we have to be consistent in the way we approach our identity. So whatever your role, you, whatever role you're playing with your family, you play a similar role with your friends, you play a similar role with your partner, you play a similar role at, uh, at work or uh, in your career. You know, it may not very well be the same thing, but the role is very, very similar because you know, you've attracted all these things because they, they are integral to your skill set. When you were younger, there were certain skills I had. And I made an episode about this before. When you were younger, certain things and you were honed, certain things you gave attention to certain qualities and characteristics about your being. And because you gave more attention to those certain characteristics, life sent you stimuli, life sent you experiences, life lessons and different things to, you know, inspire growth, to spur the development of those things. And in the, spur, in the development of those qualities and traits, you know, you attracted certain people. You're the kind of person that attracts a particular type of person, people, friends, relationships, because of your own unique vibration and your own unique skill set, your own unique identity. Like I told y'all before, growing up, there wasn't a lot of communication in my family. There wasn't a lot of, you know, mental health awareness. There wasn't a lot of emotional intelligence. So growing up, it was all it was always important for me to, you know, have the emotional acuity. It was always important for me to value problem solving. It was always important to me to value communication and value education. And because of that, that made me become the kind of person that attracts some of the most broken, tortured, hurt, powerless souls, you know, that hide behind narcissism, that hide behind trauma and broken hearts because they are people who are complex and allow me to learn so they satisfy the educational, you know, toll. And then they are people that are full of mystery and the unknown so they allow me to solve the problem solving component you know like it just it definitely just extends with everybody understand that you're playing a role now it's your job to be honest and you know determine if that role is advancing your life is that putting you where you want to be is that setting you up to have the kind of life you want to have is that setting you up to have the kind of career you want to have to have the kind of joy you want to have because if it's not you need to make something else up a lot of time i spent a lot of my time with people you know wanting to help them and take things off their plate and make their life easier and essentially i in my mind according to my actions i believed it was my job to save people and because I believed it was my job to save people, when people wouldn't let me save them, I resented them because they were keeping me from what I thought my role was. Moving on. The next letters are recognize. Recognize that you may be tolerating too much bullshit. Too much. 
when you know that you're tolerating too much, when you hardly have enough energy to do anything, when you hardly have enough energy to show up for anything, to show up for people. Like I'm in a zone right now where I am healing from a lot of stuff. In the midst of healing, you know, doing a lot of healing and shadow work, you know, I don't go out a lot. And because I don't go out a lot, really little to nothing, you know, a lot of people, a lot of friends and stuff, feel like I don't like them anymore. I feel like I'm acting brand new. They're like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just acting, I'm acting up really. And the thing is, I don't want to have to be in nobody's presence and explain why I'm quiet when I know y'all normally know me not to be quiet or explain why I don't have a bunch of smiles on my face when I normally do have smiles. It's not that I'm mad at anybody. I just need the room to be able to be and not be judged about that. But people are human, so what can you do? Anyway, I say this to say you are tolerating too much. You know what I mean? You, if you moved a lot of stuff out of your life, if you stopped showing up for this cousin or that cousin, this sister, that brother, you know, from time to time and allowed them to figure it out, you could have more time and room for your stuff. You could have more time and room to actually value and take care of you. That's what your life is missing. Your self-care you loving yourself that may sound selfish that may feel selfish but embrace it anyway because you're giving it to everybody else and you're feeling cheated and you don't know what to do about it you know what to do about it give it to yourself give into it lean into it let it be and the next uh, the next letter is a accept accept that no one is coming to save you I just said this, except that no one is coming. So knowing that no one's coming, you're going to have to figure it out. Whatever problem, whatever trenches you're in right now, you got to figure it out. You know, I'm in a place in my life where there are a lot of complex decisions to be made and lots of things that I need to figure out. You know, this years are almost over, but there are certain goals I still want to get accomplished. They're very important goals for next year that I want to see through. But I have to understand if that's going to happen, I got to be the one to make it happen. I got to be the one to see it through. You know, of course, I'm going to co-create with the universe and, you know, do it 50-50. But I have to take action first. I have to take the initiative and I have to make sure I'm doing more than and more than my part to make it happen. Because it's my life and I live with the results. I live with, you know, the results or the consequences. So there you have it. Embrace recognize and accept and the next episode we're going to talk about taking the stairs so you don't want to miss that if you haven't had a chance yet head over to apple podcast and please leave a comment and a rating and let me know what you thought about this episode i want to thank y'all for supporting the medicine cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential let's do our affirmations and then we out of here i'm strong I am enough. I am wise and I am tough. I am strong. I am enough. I am wise and I am tough. All that is possible is possible for me. All that is possible is possible for me. Thank you again for tuning into this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode. You enjoy the rest of your day, your evening, your night, your weekend. 
Thank you so much. Later.